Welcome back to Solomon's Knot, finding truth and wisdom in an information age. This episode will conclude a two-part special unpacking artificial intelligence, bridging the singularity, and a number of issues involving cultural and social worldviews. We welcome back Jared, a student of computer science at North Carolina State University, to discuss some closing comments as well as additional resources that people can search to get a better understanding of the topics and their relevancy in today's culture. Since this episode is shorter in length, we want to actually take a moment to discuss some of the exciting things happening at forecampus.org, including some of the upcoming programs and resources we plan to launch here in the near future. Please check out the training series at 4, that is the number 4, campus.org, as well as the resources and questions page that we have for students. This is going to help equip campus ministers or people that want to evangelize and reach people with the gospel and truth of Jesus Christ in their local communities as well as college campuses. Now, without further delay, let's get to our show. That's also occurred. Mm-hmm. Here's something that I still can't get away from. Okay. And I brought this up before, but can the technology ultimately address man's origin? So where we came from as a civilization, what the purpose and meaning of our lives are, where we're going as a civilization, and ultimately what it all represents. <laughs> and I know, look, and that's, I have the perfect answer. Oh, for no, that. sure, sure. The second part of that is can the technology save can it save that person's soul from consequences of conscience and action that ultimately have to be reconciled if we didn't have a consequence then people would be going around doing whatever they wanted without the fear of a existential judge putting on their heart on their conscience hey this is the wrong thing to do will will technology save us Will it tell us the answer of the universe? And the answer to that is, it's going to take 10 billion years to compute that. And then the answer is 42. (laughs) And it'll take another 10 billion years to find out the question. I just have to wait Uh, this one out, man. Yeah. (laughs) But... Um, Will our uh, consciousness be projected into the uh, the cloud? If you think about God as a computer programmer, Mm -hmm. heaven could be the cloud. Like, pretty ironic imagery, Mm -hmm. if you ask me. But, But to talk about your question, I don't think machines are ever going to keep us from suffering or our own mm. issues mm. and i don't think it's the point there's a lot of inequality in the world mm. so for example i can't study computer science and learn about math and learn about the wonders of the universe if i'm malnourished mm. or if i don't have access to a computer or access education yeah or, access yeah, yeah. education and things like that and to me those are issues that are solvable mm. like right now we can solve them and technology makes that scalable oh, yeah. we, we deploy water filters and missionaries that go out to indigenous tribes and they think that that's witchcraft yeah and it's like no it's just technology that's helping yeah. so yeah we, we don't get me wrong there's limits yeah there's, yeah. there's positive outcomes and ai to, might to, be yeah. able might be seen as right. witchcraft to us right now <laughs> but then a hundred years from now we're like how did we ever function right. without it it's good it's a good observation will be to help us limit our suffering so that we can actually start dealing with our issues head on you know it's a very optimistic idea of humans because humans can also be very lazy you know we we need certain motivators but if we can start solving the issues of health and inequality financially by building a super smart computer that says hey what if you allocated these resources you would cure hunger in like Mm -hmm. six months certain things like that that are solvable that the reason they're not solved is because of greed and politics Mm -hmm. and certain things and that's where machines i think are going to really uplift 
humans. And I think technology and, and, and things like AI can bring humanity up a notch, um, bring that lower base up. That's what I, that's my biggest hope. I mean, yeah. that's one of my hopes It's very for. attractive. Make the case that the technology can solve issues that in one part of the world are not a problem because that society had the ability to utilize the technology for their advantage. Mm-hmm. Whereas another part of the world, if they didn't have the education, the technology to apply it, there is a sense of equity that the technology brings. I think that we're yeah. not we're not arguing that. Um, no, yeah, yeah, that's and, good. And then the thing is, is that if you can bring more equity to the entire world, sure, sure. Well, then instead of me being worried about what I'm going to eat all day, I have time to think. Yeah. Oh, you know, where did those stars come from? Yeah. And and to me. Then, wow. or, or might have time to, oh, I'm going to start working on some differential equations, yeah. proofs, you know. To me, that's, machines will never make us feel fulfilled in life. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. But it can fulfill our physical and yeah. material needs. I think absolutely. And I think and I think we need to address our own emotional yeah. and spiritual and, and everything. Yeah. And that's something that I think maybe eventually machines might have to start addressing. They'd be like, you know, where did I come from? Yeah, exactly. Where did what is the universe to me? Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so based on the conversation, talked about everything from artificial intelligence to science to uh, moral issues, philosophy, religion. What resources would you recommend to maybe other students or even people in the space of wanting to reach out and engage on topics of this nature and this culture? What resources would you provide? Books that you've learned that are, that have really impacted your thinking that people wanted to know more about whether computer science or whether just science fiction, things in popular culture that have informed your thinking on these issues? Yeah, so um, I'm a big podcast listener, so I'd recommend Joe Rogan. <laughs> He's the most subscribed podcaster in the world. I there's mean, yeah. a reason why. He yeah. has some brilliant people. There's there's some really good AI podcasts on Joe Rogan. The other one, Lex Friedman or Friedman. Okay. He's big in AI. He's actually a computer programmer. Yeah. Getting his PhD at MIT or something like that. I don't know. Doing deep neural nets. Brilliant. But he's he's good. And they talk about philosophy as well. And if you want to hear about more computer science stuff, go look up George Hotz. Hmm. H O T Z. Hmm. He's brilliant. He's kind of out there, but those are all my recommendations Great. to become enlightened. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I definitely... Oh, and jo Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned Jordan Peterson. Uh, those four will get you enlightened. Yeah. Jordan Peterson's a neat guy. It, I mean, as well as Joe He's Rogan. He's helped me appreciate religion again. Oh, yeah. yeah, what's interesting is that I believe Joe Rogan has the highest viewed podcast in the speakers he gets are, are some of the most viewed podcasters mm -hmm. are in uh, individuals in where fields are from. Jordan Peterson, I believe, is the most requested speaker. Oh, in the yeah. World. And awesome. what's interesting is the uh, the Joe Rogan experience has been equated to like the modern day Areophagus, the ancient Athens, you know, intellectual forum hmm. for discussing all the philosophical, moral, religious issues of our time. And it's amazing how the Bible, which has been consistent on issues for the last couple thousand years, but really, if you go back even further, um, the revelation through the Jewish people, or if you go into the questions for Four Campus, I actually briefly mentioned this. There's some drill down there. But um, the issue of prophecy okay. and foretelling and there are books out there that have tried to break down 
just the statistics of getting the accuracy of a prediction. Uh, it's like the billions and billions of billions. Like it's, I mean, oh, yeah. we're not even talking about the formation of the cosmos here because that's a whole different set of probabilities because we haven't seen anywhere else in the cosmos. Well, I mean, the probability is zero. Right? Unguided or, or the guided process in the invisible attributes that we cannot we cannot see yeah i think that's the most exciting parts mm. actually of the universe because mm. it's like maybe we build this ai and we solve all these issues and then we realize oh wait we don't actually know anything there's five four eight 20 million dimensions or something mm. and now we mm. have to start all over again basically from square one to me i mean i'm i'm pretty open-minded sure. can people predict the future probably sure. like literally and scientifically no but probably yeah because there's probably something more than just three-dimensional space wow. um i mean as isaiah he's probably pretty enlightened and he <laughs> had his ear t on the other side of the curtain yeah you know yeah. um maybe he was talking to some ai that was already advanced <laughs> no i'm just kidding yeah well and that, that brings a good point is according to god's word according to his revealed truth to select people throughout time i don't know if he still does that i mean i could tell you ex there's been encounters in my life and in many many pe people get dreams and visions that are yeah. very precise oh there's a lot of mystery to right. it. right there's a lot of mystery to that we haven't really understood fully today yeah like near-death experiences for example don't make example. any don't yeah. make any sense can the technology, though, ever be able to understand the fact that it's been created? And if it's been created, will it understand that its creators are flawed? Hmm. Because here's my thing is, if we were created, and I can examine not only his creation, but based on what he has revealed, and here's, here's something even more profound. God understood intimately our desire to know our creator so that he lays down his authority. He self-limits through his son, Jesus but he's able to live out perfectly under his own parameters that he sets for us yeah. to use the analogy of the computer or the programming his that's cheat like, code his cheat code is that you said yeah he has the cheat code right. that's like us inserting a program into our very own operating system and yet all the other programs and processes say this thing is actually performing accurately as it's intended to do so we therefore have to reorganize our code or our processes and systems to this perfect code because it is leading us to a desired outcome. Hmm. Now, here's what's interesting. If these programs don't receive the instructions, they may never know that they need to rearrange or recompile their code to align itself to fulfill their desired end state. That's why you have bugs in systems. Yeah, I have an interesting counterpoint. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you could think humans also have bugs. Mm. And here's why. Mm. So let's say if we're talking about human level intelligence, sure. AI, you say, okay, we create them, but we're imperfect. I mean, individually, we're imperfect. Collectively, we could be a lot more accurate. Will we be as perfect as like fine-tuning gravity of a sun? No, we, we're in the abstraction, we're lower. And then God's like on the outside of the box. Mm. You could think of it. Like the box mm. is the universe, God's on the outside. Yeah. We can't poke yeah. through. We can't get that outside mm. code. So we're stuck with the inside code. So our creations will be limited to also that inside code. Yeah, it's good um, insight you have, because at least you're acknowledging that the creator has to exist outside of its creation, not within it, because there are other worldviews and religions can, that believe maybe that it it's... can exist in both, but we can only exist in one. And then we'll probably create these AIs, and then they'll be like, you can almost think of it as a second Adam and Eve. It's like we have these perfect machines that like they don't sin, they do their job. And then they become conscious and they're like, oh, 
now it can decide, I guess. Yeah, they become self-aware and then, you know, uh, pre-program targeted cities and launch nuclear weapons. Or to, maybe yeah, yeah. or maybe, <laughs> they, maybe they take up spirituality and become yeah. uh, <laughs> preachers or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I really appreciate this time, Jared. Uh, it's always great just talking to enlightened young men. But, uh, <laughs> Don't think I'm quite there yet. You're definitely on, on the path, I would say, to just really discovering deeper meaning hmm. to maybe your own worldview and your pre Suppositions, and I'm glad that you're actually willing to come to the table because uh, that's what the whole platform was for. It was to create a space where maybe it is like a modern Athens in that sense. The theme of the show is basically, you know, finding truth and wisdom in an information age. Yeah. We are in a new age. Even the word says in the later times, knowledge will increase. And I think that as populations increase, as new ideas are moved and, and shared, I think there's something about getting back to what is it that unites us together? Do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah. Great talking with you. Um, I feel like a lot of these topics... We could definitely unpack a lot more. I mean, a lot of these are big and I love discussing it and, and thinking about it. And, uh, you know, I'm very weary of the future, but super hopeful. And, and I just want other people to maybe be open-minded enough to the thought that technology and AI isn't necessarily going to be a Terminator. And in fact, they can bring really good benefits to the world wow. that can help us see God more. Wow, that's good. Um, that'd be that, That's my ending note. This concludes a special two-part series on artificial intelligence intelligence, the singularity, including diverse issues involving technology and humanity through the lens of diverse worldviews. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to subscribe or even consider writing a review. This content simply couldn't be created without the students or professionals that are allied with this ministry, including active and faithful listeners just like you. So we hope to tune in next time to Solomon's Not Podcast, an extension of 4 and its associated partners. Thank you.